0: Welcome to the You Just Run podcast. Here's your host, Ashish Sabu. Hello, friends. Welcome back to You Just Run podcast. This is our episode seven. And I'm lucky to have Mr. Anik Raheja with us uh, today for our podcast. He is an artist, athlete, poet, entrepreneur, and he's contributing a lot to the fitness uh, revolution in India and hopefully very soon around the world. He has been a runner for many years. Uh, He's uh, 35 years young. Uh, His biggest achievement in his own words, I think has been uh, official pacer in India's biggest and most prestigious event, which was Tata Mumbai Marathon. But apart from that, he has been associated with uh, dozens of events as an ambassador, as an official pacer, as an event face. As a Pacer coordinator, the list goes on and on. So, we'll like to hear it right from the horse's mouth. So, hey, Anik, welcome. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Ashish. It's a pleasure, likewise. And thank you for having me. And for this warm welcome. It's a very, very uh, nice experience so far. And being connected with your team anyway.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, we are looking forward to a long association and I look forward to interesting chat with you. So, so tell us, uh, Anik, uh, most of the uh, people I have uh, encountered recently in the long distance running have been middle aged people who have kind of started after 30, 35 and the youngsters, it's great to see the youngsters now coming on board and trying, trying it out. So how did you start? You are, you are 35 and you have already done uh, a lot of marathons. Like, if I count everything, there are over uh, maybe a couple hundred uh, in terms of uh, yeah. the full association. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us a little, little bit uh, on uh, your background and how you got started with running.
1: I was more into powerlifting uh, two years ago, and I am very fond of gymming even now. So, I have I even made up a home gym. Okay. so that I don't miss any day and whenever I feel like. So I was only uh, gymming around that time and I used to run for layer and just for a change to uh, get a day off from gym. So, it's something which my father used to uh, make me do to lose fat when I was overweight. So, that remained with me and I would do it uh, just for a change. But then, uh, one day, one of my friends called me up about an event he noticed it on uh, just an advertisement stand and he called me up there's an event since i know uh, since i see you walking and running quite a lot of times so you must participate so i just took a call and went went for layer and i stood third at time in my category oh. yeah so but then uh, it's it was not the beginning uh, uh, not quite the beginning because i didn't Participate that much in the events and I got occupied with gymming uh, for almost a year and then the same event uh, turned up again the edition of the same event in December the following year so I went to meet up uh, with the friends I made in the first edition <laughs> so I, I stood for that time and I realized yeah I should keep in touch at least uh, if I would be just Training for quite a while, I would have uh, again uh, fallen into one first, second or third position. I have been in touch since then. I have uh, participated in like number of events. 100 are just the associations. I I don't count the number of events I have participated so far. So it's been uh, quite a journey (laughs) with God's blessings
0: sure sure so uh, you you were a power lifter and you have almost become a power runner uh, and it was uh, almost by an accident in the sense yes, that you accident. really did <laughs> well but uh, good things happen when you are open minded and you give it a yes. try so i commend you for just going out there and trying without really having an experience and i think somewhere yes. your fitness level with your power lifting helped you because you yes. uh, can't just go out and run a half marathon right, like that right, nobody right. can do that so uh, you you mentioned something uh, regarding overweight and i i learned uh, that you uh, were suffering from a medical condition uh, earlier as well so talk to us a little bit about that and your early struggle with weight and how you uh, overpowered hmm. that
1: yes i have hypothyroid uh,
0: by birth i was uh one
1: point i think three or four months uh, old when i when i was diagnosed Earlier they couldn't find what was the problem, why was I not responding to certain things. Then they found out that it was Ibothyroid. And I have been taking treatment for quite a while. I have been made alert uh, for my weight by (laughs) many doctors. But then nothing worked then uh, until I uh, realized and took the responsibility to search about a lot of things. And I have been uh, fine since then. And uh, so, when I have got into all this, these activities by myself.
0: So, uh, basically, would, generally, yeah, hy- hypothyroidism might cause uh, a lot of weight gain if you are not careful, right? So, probably that's in, what happened with you also?
1: In general, yes, what happens is there's a difference. I think uh, people sometimes accept it as a condition. There's something they have to accept it. it being hypothyroid makes you uh, uh, fat or keeps you fat or it's uh, very uh, tough to uh, you know overcome it but then this is what uh, i spread the message across that it's not a, it's just a medical condition and not any disability you, you shouldn't make one that's the point if i just uh, make it a mental block i mean i have apathy i can't do it this i can do that Oh. No. <laughs> why even power lift like uh, I think 2.5 times of my body weight in fact and it's sometimes tricky to find the balance between two activities but then it's something that I have endured and uh, learned to experience and and I keep doing even now.
0: Definitely and I mean I agree with you I have hypothyroid I take a tablet every morning and uh, Exactly. So, uh, coming from a fellow hypothyroid Law of attraction, I, I will call it. <laughs> I, I know uh, it's just an excuse, and uh, yes. you just need to. Uh, it's it's like any other condition. You can pretty much maintain it, and if you exercise and take care of your body, then you'll be fine. So, it's um, I would say a much easier uh, ailment to treat than a lot yes. of other conditions. So, it's, it's important. Easier, thing, I mean.
1: Uh, go through it study it and uh, keep in touch with your doctor and, uh, keep the track of it does it but at the same time it shouldn't be something that would stop you from uh, doing your best or giving you 100 percent that's the point
0: definitely definitely so you have been associated with a, a, a lot of uh, events as uh, official pacer and brand ambassador so so let's talk a little bit about official pacer uh, How do you define your pacing strategy and also how do you uh, work with the group who is pacing with you uh, in terms of the briefing and how they should be pacing that race and maybe other races? How does that work? Yeah, I always
1: say this that you have to go through the distance to grow through the distance because generally the people who fall in your bus are not, uh, usually they are not, they haven't uh, achieved that pace uh, just recently or it's going to many for many of the uh, passengers it's the PB on the given day and sometimes the, uh, somebody would be recovering from an injury so it's always beautiful to remove their mental block and take at the same time it's a very thin line where you have to be very particular that are they going towards injury or are they going towards a better version of themselves? that you have to find out See, I always uh, believe that a pacer can make a lot of positive difference if you take this title seriously, not just because you want to be uh, publicized or advertised. And uh, advertised, no. If you take a title, then be accountable and take responsibility, and do uh, give your hundred percent. I always, whenever any presenter would come to me or any people, any person would show interest that I want to join your bus, I always ask them, what have you been doing? How, what is your PB? What what has been your training in the last two days? So on the basis of that, I can suggest if, he, if they are eligible to, uh, if they qualify to uh, like uh, run along. It's not uh, disrespect in any way. It's just uh, the best I can uh, think about them for them. It's a concern. So if I would uh, see they do not belong to this bus, they are better off uh, going five minutes lower. So I would five or ten minutes lower or whatever the next bus is. So I would always suggest them. The next bus or if they fall in between i would say just keep running that flag is see a pacer is uh, that flag is a big responsibility that flag is the time going through the distance right. if you are behind the flag that means you you are behind the time or if you are uh, ahead of the flag that means you are ahead of the time that's very that's how accurate it should be <laughs> if you take it seriously
0: Definitely, definitely, and uh, I, I like what you said, uh, uh, try to be a better version of themselves, so basically uh, long distance running, a lot of people uh, try to get into this uh, never-ending cycle of uh, always having a PB and next PB and next PB, But uh, it and then comparing it to others when it's really not very uh, comparable because everybody is unique and the race is very unique, marathon as against maybe a, short distance race of 100, 200, 400 yes. meters. So people have to understand and not not really injure themselves, right?
1: Yeah, I think even if uh, one of the 50 persons or 100% would do it, but that is also at the risk of injuring yourself. Why not? Why to fall into all this? I Always, I if anybody shows extra enthusiasm to be in my bus, I still tell them, see, if they are just a bit around, I think I, somebody, sometimes passengers, even surprise me. Sometimes I would think uh, they would uh, not be able to uh, probably make it, but then they surprise me. (laughs) Some people make it. But then if I see there's a big difference between uh, what they are aiming and in uh, what position are they now. So I would just ask them to We will see through two or three kilometers how you are doing and then we can follow accordingly. I will just ask them politely that you are better off with the uh, bus coming behind. You can just run between and uh, take it as a benchmark.
0: Yep. So uh, let me ask you, what is your typical uh, bus time? Though, what kind of pacing are you doing for uh, a half marathon and 10Ks?
1: It's a good question because it's something I have. It's it's a progress in itself. For uh, for example, for 10K, I started as a 70 minutes bus, and now I qualify for 50 minutes bus too. Uh-huh. I have done 55 in barrage I have done 55 in Delhi. For half marathon, I am going to uh, do a sub 2
0: uh, now. Okay, wow. Well, that is that is pretty fast. I started fast.
1: with 250
0: plus <laughs> when I started uh- that is that is progress i mean that is yes. uh, something, uh people definitely aspire for from 250 down to a sub two is no no uh mean achievement but at the same time i want to caution our uh, listeners that that's yeah. not for everybody i mean it depends uh you are uh relatively younger as compared to a lot of uh people who have started running at a later age so their aim should really be to just be fit and be able yeah, to run. I
1: mean, to start gently, learn things across, make a solid foundation, slowly and gently and then you evolve. you're fine. It's fine. Exactly, exactly. Everything in the beginning, it doesn't take you anywhere.
0: Definitely. Run to be fit and as you said, and I will keep quoting it, run to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. And, and, I,
1: I, and I believe that pacing is, uh, running is like <laughs> Playing the chords of sheer joy, and when you are pacing, you go to amplify the music. And wow!
0: This, it's a quote that
1: I have written, and I <laughs> uh, like reading it very much myself. Every time. <laughs> no, that is
0: that is a that is a great great quote. So, so uh, in in sports or in uh, fitness in particular, do you do you have any role model? Do you uh, look uh, forward to meeting anybody, or do you try to follow in somebody's footsteps?
1: Yes, that's Milka Singh. And I, when I watched his, uh, his movie, so that uh, in a way infused a lot of fire in me. To just uh, emulate him, to run like him, put that much dedication. There's a scene where he uh, keeps doing the sit-ups in the rain and, you know, rising above all the distractions that, come to, that had come later in his life. So that was very inspiring. And I do look forward to meet him <laughs> sometime soon.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that that was a, a great movie, and I mean, yeah. uh, some of the the songs are on my playlist when I'm running or biking out there. So yeah, this, uh, very energizing. Yeah. yeah, very energizing, very inspirational movie, and uh, no wonder he was the flying sick, and and you are another flying sick on a, a long distance one. So, so that's that's great.
1: These days I'm targeting shorter distance. I had I, had I, this. Uh, since last year, sub 24, 5 kilometers. So this year I have done it.
0: <laughs> very good, very I'm good. So you are into shorter to distance say. as well now. Yeah, I'm targeting.
1: So, yeah, please.
0: So well, what, what is your uh, your plan for next few years? How, how do you want to take uh, your running and whatever you have achieved in this uh, short duration, relatively short duration, you have achieved a lot in the long distance running arenas, So well, how do you want to uh, take it forward and give back to the people?
1: Yeah, for, see, for personally, uh, if I talk about uh, my personal training, so I have done what I aim for five kilometer distance. Now we look forward to ten and then so on. Uh, if you talk about uh, the organization, uh, which I had this vision about, uh, so we are uh, aiming to touch even more people. For due to pandemic, we are not able to hold uh, conduct these group runs but in right. future we uh, look forward to touch more people so that you know people do not uh, fall for all the distractions drug ep- like they uh, are they get more prone to the bad habits uh, dealing with drugs and etc if i believe that if you're occupied with the constructive things already you don't have much space left for the other things so it's kind of rehabilitation activities that we are uh, planning to add up in what to what we are doing already
0: That is is, uh, so awesome. I mean, if once a person gets involved with any kind of fitness-related activity, uh, it becomes another almost addiction, but in a good way, because that motivates you, that, that brings joy and happiness, not only to you, but the others around you as well. So I think that is a great idea.
1: I think good activities, uh, it's very important to share good stuff because you never know whom you are touching directly or indirectly, who is taking good from you. Some people acknowledge, some do not, but (laughs) we we keep doing the good anyway. And uh, it's uh, beautiful when people acknowledge, even after some time, you know, I started running, seeing you. So that's... uh, something we cherish very much
0: no definitely and i'm sure after listening to this podcast if your people after every podcast i get a few comments saying hey today was the first time i started running if a 60 year old person can do it then i can yes. do it or or you know if somebody who is visually challenged can do it yes, uh, yes. standing uh, in in his home just running in one place I mean, that right. was fantastic right so right, right. why not so i think uh and especially in these pandemic times where health and fitness has become so important, uh, even to have a good immunity in the body and be able to fight off these diseases, I think uh, this is a great thing. For for India, I, I feel uh, sport like running is very important also because it's a very low cost activity. You don't yeah. need a gym, you don't need anything, you just put on your shoes or even run barefoot. So really, there is no excuse not to run.
1: Yeah, plus it's a different experience altogether, running outdoors, you know, uh, getting the air, fresh air and uh, taking a break from already what you're doing. So it makes you more versatile, more outgoing. Uh, In fact, I have learned a lot through running. (laughs) I can't name (laughs) everything, uh, but it's given me very much.
0: Yeah. Some, somebody I talked to recently said running is like meditation for me. I, I go out and I'm able to yes. be by myself and have my thoughts composed and just clear my head. So I think that's, that's a great way to start your morning also, right? And set out for a, a great day of work.
1: And evening running is another in general, but yes, uh, it has. Uh, I even write poetry sometimes while running because <laughs> you spend time with uh, some time with yourself, and you get all these creative thoughts and ideas.
0: <laughs> uh, Definitely, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Poetry, and will we'll, we'll uh, probably ask you uh, to recite it. Uh, a couple of lines if you have written something recently uh, but going going back to running and uh, what you are doing these days so now you are associated with a few brands also as brand ambassador mm-hmm. I, I saw between and Garmin. Garmin pretty much every runner knows yes. what Garmin is. Uh, yes
1: it's a privilege so, to be associated with these high quality so, brands. Uh, exactly uh,
0: yes. definitely so talk to us a little bit about your associations and what you are doing and how they are helping The running circuit in general. The association is very uh, pleasant so far, and
1: uh, we believe I believe that communication is the key, and that is why, that is what I just uh, said to them that I always it takes me around sixteen hours a day. In fact, I am working for sixteen hours a day these days, so uh, I make it make sure that we do not uh, lag at any point of time. So I we answer all the queries. Uh, and garmin is something that i am uh, proud to be associated with because you no know, no nothing is goes uh, to garmin as yet with when we talk about technology so i always endorse something i believe in uh, between it's been long association i have been associated with them uh, for 2 years now i'm taking uh, even the distribution of uh, the same brand because uh, it's just beetroot and that is good for uh, our health and it gives me a lot of convenience so I endorse something which I am uh, quite confident about, and something uh, which is good for the runners.
0: Right, and I, I mean I I I I eat beet uh, beetroot pretty much every day uh, in a uh, raw form or maybe just uh, boil it up a little bit. So beetwin for our listeners, it's basically a powdered form of uh, beetroot, easy beetroot, easy to yes. consume and beetroot for runners would know i mean it, it it helps in i think the nitrous oxide or something so it helps, helps help help exactly so it it helps uh get they say i mean it helps you run a little faster or better because of more pumping of the blood so either this way or raw beetroot we are not doing any product endorsement here but obviously beetroot yeah, yeah. is good definitely okay. so go ahead and um Try it out, listeners, if you haven't tried it out. So going, uh, talking about uh, nutrition in general, I mean, when somebody is starting out or when they are trying to run long distance, uh, uh, what kind of diet uh, do you follow and what, what do you advise people? Because in India, we have so much variety of food and I think food becomes the biggest issue sometimes with a lot of people, what to eat, what not to eat when they are training and running.
1: First thing I would uh, want to suggest is that people should not uh, follow uh, all the things blindfoldly. I mean, what works for them might be different from what they are seeing um, working well for other people, right? So many times I have seen uh, it's nothing to it's nothing wrong to take inspiration from whom you are looking up to, but at the same time you should realize are you training as well as them? So people emulate athletes get, uh High, highly trained athletes they are taking same food as uh, what supplements are they taking you know but then training is only uh 40 50 percent, so that wouldn't make any sense they are uh this i mean for example i i'm not sure if i, I should bring this uh in this interview or not i mean people are falling uh straight into all these fat loss supplements i mean at least work <laughs> see what you are training are you have you even begun so that, that is something which should come very later on. I mean, you shouldn't depend on all these things here. If I talk about myself, I have done 100 kilometers, please.
0: So Anik, we had a brief uh, interruption uh, due to the signal loss on uh, the internet, I guess. Uh, so getting back to, we are talking about nutrition and what uh, people should be uh, watchful of when they are training and eating. So go ahead, please.
1: While uh, running, you basically lose the salt and sugar content. So you you should understand how much is your requirement and are you overdoing it? Like when we are running... Uh, we always, when I'm pacing, I always recommend just take a few sips of water and not the whole glass. That's the point you should understand. I think that understanding also gets uh, better with time, but you should be aware and alert and see how things are going at least. And it, it's not necessary to fall in all the costly things. I mean, uh, it's fine if you can afford it. It shouldn't be the barrier. If I talk about uh, even uh, about the shoes. So people are talking about big brands. I'm not against the big brands you can uh, buy if you want to but that's not the only thing <laughs> so even in my in venture we are introducing economy shoes which i have been personally u- using for 2 years <laughs> so they cost around uh, 800 and 700 and i have been using for 2 years i've, I've done sub 20 in the same shoes i've done 100 km with the same shoes
0: so that's, that's, that's a great advice, I think. And a lot of people fall in the trap. And I've seen some of the brands, people spending 8,000, 10,000 rupees yes. on a single pair of shoe. And then all the gadgets and the goo gel and electrolytes and things like that. When I, I run even these days, I just make my simple nimbu pani with a little bit of salt and black salt and you know lemon and yes. that's about it. And that, that becomes my electrolyte or take some coconut water if I want yes. to uh, once in a while and that that does it no go gel and as you said the shoe i think my most expensive shoe would have been about 50 dollars or something because that's okay. kind of the minimum here but yeah, i'd think, like to try that 700 bucks shoe for sure
1: yeah <laughs> i think the, the you see a minimum quality minimum benchmark should always be there but at the same time a good shoe is what fits you the best right not just about the cost or price that you are taking uh investing some thirty thousand, Edward just <laughs> make you, uh, you know, send wood in a day or two. So it takes a lot of along with the shoes. Yeah.
0: If if money can buy all that, then yeah. <laughs> we would have a different set of athletes out there, right? So right, right. <laughs> definitely. And then, uh, as as you said, everybody is different. So we just don't want to emulate somebody else by just looking at what they are wearing or what they are eating or things like that. Your body is different. Your condition is different. Your training is different. So you need to make sure. You listen to that and slowly and gradually make any changes, if at all, and instead of going for supplements or things like that, which are generally not necessary unless you have a specific condition. So that that is uh, advice, uh, very, uh, very good advice for our listeners. And for somebody who is starting out, who hasn't really run and who gets inspired by your talk and he says, okay, I'm going to do what... Uh, you have been doing. What Anik did, I want to do and I will want to start from tomorrow. What advice will you give if he hasn't run ever or he hasn't run in the last 10 years and he wants to now emulate somebody like you? What does she, uh, he do, do tomorrow and what does he do uh, one month from now?
1: It's always uh, wise to take one step at a time. If we just, uh, you know, uh, take uh, jump for like three or four steps at one time, we may jump but at the same time, we are prone to risk of falling down. So, it's important to take things gradually, take things further gradually, slowly, and uh, be patient. It's not that, uh, you know, Rome was built in a day. Some, uh, it's imp- it's good to take inspiration from people around you, learn from each other. But at the same time, we shouldn't be chasing the uh, other's mileage, other's face blindfolded, which is ha- happening very much these days. So, uh, you know, People fall into all the trap of uh, these running, uh, adding to the mileage and, you know, getting uh, competitive out of nothing. And you you never know. The other person who is running, you, who is 20 kilometers ahead of you might be training, might uh, be so conditioned. Uh, it's not that you can't make it. You can't be the same. But it takes time. He might be, he or she might be uh, running for four years and you have this begun. <laughs> so... Look at the, the foundation. It's not like uh, I'm limiting anyone or discouraging anyone, but at the same time, it's important to uh, analyze where you are, where you look, uh, what you look forward to, and take one step at a time.
0: Uh, be safe. Yeah. Right. as you said, I think the, uh, there are two uh, two key takeaways from that. One, as you said, Rome wasn't built in a day, so it takes yes. time for anything to happen. So do it slowly and gradually. And then the other thing is everybody is different. I mean, the person who is 10 or 20 kilometers or 10 minutes ahead of you might actually be a professional runner or or a professional athlete versus you are a businessman or a professional who are just uh, a recreational runner or as I call weekend warrior where you are just doing things over the weekend to weekend. So don't expect that kind of performance and don't even exert because that is not your aim, right? Your aim is to stay healthy and fit not to break certain, uh, you know, even speed you, records.
1: Even if you exert, I mean, you should listen to your body. The other person who are you, you are seeing is competitive. Uh, you, uh, you know, the uh, faster pace looks very fancy. And <laughs> even if you see on social media, you see a uh, uh, four point five pace, something for, uh, four pace. You that would get around three hundred likes, four hundred likes. A slower. Uh, Speed would get less nice, so that also affects a lot of people. I mean, uh, you should be just competing with yourself and not anybody, and not discouraged by all this. Everyone starts from somewhere, and it's no uh, shame to run slow or walk. Most importantly, you should just keep going, and you never know you you might surprise yourself in uh, maybe one year or even lesser time. Just keep going. I didn't uh, even I never thought I would do sub twenty, you know, five uh, k when I started. I didn't, yeah, last year I thought, yes, I was in a position to look forward to this, but then this year I have done it. It's not that uh, I just rushed towards it, this. Now I, I i have done, I mean, I think uh, just uh, uh, one week ago. So I'm taking two weeks off and doing layer walks, just the minimal exercise, giving myself time listening to my body. It's
0: very important. Right. And as, as you pointed out, I think a little bit uh, blame goes to social media use or abuse, if we want to call it, whereas you said, I mean, a faster time gets more likes and things like that. And once you get into that kind of a uh, vicious circle, there is no it coming was. out of it. So that is uh, really in, in some way, it is the, the bane of our existence, the social media, where it always puts pressure on people.
1: Yes, and it's unfortunate that we have seen, uh, you know, a few uh, even uh, that some people have passed away who were running. See, I, I'm not sure how much percentage of uh, this uh, be the reason for the same, but at the same time, yes, this is something people should be uh, concerned about and taking uh, good care of uh, themselves. It's very important. It's always about the long run and not just one run. It's not just about one race. Something you Exactly.
0: Exactly. As, as they say, also life is like a marathon. So I al- also re- uh, just reverse it. Marathon is also like life. You have to yes. take it easy, take one step, take everything in stride and kind of assess your situation before you are going forward instead of just, you know, ex- starting at 100 speed uh, right off the block and then okay. stop, uh, not even be able to make it to the finish line. And just getting to the starting line for a long run, being prepared, I think you are already a winner. If you are at the starting yes. line, prepared to do it.
1: Yeah,
0: it's, it's yes. very important to just show up and, and just do it. And uh, most of the people, uh, our listeners, they are really into recreational running. So they are more for fitness and health and things like that. And that's what we need to advise that you don't really need to go out and compete every other Deeper, like time even run. if you,
1: yeah, please. Even if you look at the professional athletes or uh, elite runners that he, that we call them, so they only target two or three events a year. It's it's a uh, you know the rest of the podiums just follow up because it might not be their personal best. So even if they turn, run ten ten minutes or 15 minutes lower, then also they get first or second because they are that condition. They are not targeting every race to the maximum. They are exactly. not exerting 100% in every way.
0: No, you, you just cannot. So uh, yeah. that is great advice to our people uh, who are listening and who want to start running. I think just start slow, take one day at a time and don't uh, overexert yourself. And yeah. as they always say, listen to your body, but it's very difficult, but still we'll repeat it. Listen to your body, take it slow. Giving it space when it requires, I mean,
1: it, the understanding gets better with time if you are more aware and
0: aware. Definitely, definitely so uh let's let's uh, switch gears. I want to talk to you about um, your association with all these events yes. of all the events, which would be your favorite in terms of the location or the terrain or or the city in general, which mm-hmm. event is your favorite
1: Adel Hyderabad.
0: all <laughs> oh, right, I see the t-shirt there, yeah, yes,
1: it's my favorite event, and it's something I cherish uh you know experiencing experiencing every year because uh. When you pass through the uh, route, so you get this lot of reflection. You, you forget that you have done 17 kilometers or 18 kilometers. My experience has been uh, being a pacer both the times. But uh, the way they cheer you, my God, you forget. You're running, you are just in the sky flying. Wow. That's how they make you feel. And everything is just excellent. <laughs>
0: so Some you are th- saying the crowd support is tremendous there in Hyderabad.
1: Post-run support, during-run some run support, everything is perfect. And if I talk about pacing, I would call this event Mother of Pacing. And this feat okay. is not sponsored. This is something I'm saying from heart. Okay. Uh, because they are so particular, even if you fill their form of pacing, you have to uh, fill in all the particulars. They make you really, really accountable. And they would see every st- every strat of yours, every result link of yours, and then they find, and then they identify who would be perfect culture. They take this very seriously, and that is what I appreciate about them. And I have learned this through them.
0: Very and much. you are you are the second person who has said Hyderabad is their favorite among the recent interviews I have done. I was surprised
1: really by favorite. that.
0: I was surprised by that because Hyderabad I know has a lot of ups and downs. There are a lot of uh, flyovers there, right? Yes. When a lot of people things. hate. Up and down, right? <laughs> so I think you take it as a challenge. So so that is great. And the other thing is, I think Hyderabad, when the event happens, generally the weather is also pretty hot. So um, yeah.
1: when I can I be landed, challenging. In 2018, it, it was hot. In 2019, it, it was a bit pleasant. It uh, drizzled for a while in the morning, but then uh, the way make you they uh, they make you feel. That's above everything. And uh, the post and also you get a lot of uh, you know people looking after you you get ample hydration which is unlimited and very well-managed food counters. That's something they really look after.
0: Okay. And uh, what would be the most challenging run you have ever done or most challenging situation in general in the fitness?
1: Uh, (laughs) No, there is... uh, No, I haven't... Yeah, Dehradun was uh, a bit tricky because I was, in fact, I was patient coordinator there. I was training all the paces and giving them um, and all the inputs and everything. So we had studied the route. Uh, there was a lot of elevation up, down, up, down, but it was fun. It was quite a scenic route and we enjoyed a uh, big deal.
0: Alright, so you know, I think uh, in general, you're picking Hyderabad, Dehradun. So you love hills, I think. Uh, so that's that's great. I love it. Uh, yeah, Inside uh, <laughs> That is great. And uh, to our runners or aspiring runners, I mean, hill training is very, very important. And if yes. you have a, even a small hill here or there, if no hills, then try staircases. But if you do hills, uh, it will yield a lot of results for you instead of just running on uh, like flat surfaces. It's
1: frustrating in the beginning, but at the same time, you never know. You would realize it later that it paid off
0: definitely definitely it does way, yes it does so uh, in in near future what are what are your plans i mean i know covid has kind of uh, thrown in a wrench into the whole thing but uh, uh, with your organization are you planning mm-hmm. to uh, cre- uh, create any uh, events yourself or you are associated with uh, as a brand ambassador for some events so you want to continue with that
1: and being choosy about uh events these days because it's you are also accountable in a way and you should uh, you know be assured of yourself first of what you are endorsing because it you know you never know uh, who how many people you are touching so it's something you should believe and you should be uh, confident about it first that's the uh, thing I look forward to do plus yes event is events is always there we are uh, going to conduct uh, events for awareness and uh, in all the cities of Punjab, we are forming the running groups so that uh, more and more people uh, you know, are added in the this healthy revolution, healthy wave, being more busy in the good activities, touching even more, the, the positive change spreads along the way. And uh, if, uh, if you talk about pandemic, so I think, see, I, uh, we can't escape from the reality, but at the same time, it's as big deal as you make it. Taking precautions at the same time, even in fact, today I just I I forget the mask every day. Not just I'm careless, just that it's not on my mind. I'm more busy in the other things. So you know, uh, uh, working on myself and everything, training. I'm uh, in fact I have uh, put a note on the my uh, gate at my home. Wear a mask because I forget every time. <laughs>
0: Also, well, uh, keep yourself process. busy, basically. Yes, if you have enough yes, things to keep yourself busy, then I, I think what's going around you doesn't really matter and you have to be careful. But, uh, yeah, I think you, you have a lot of uh, things related to fitness and other activities which are keeping you not only... Um, Fit but busy as well, so so that is great. And I mean, we we are almost uh, touching forty plus minutes here, and if we can talk a lot, I think we have uh, yes. a good web length, and we'll probably come back uh, in another episode to talk um, sure. more uh, in more detail about specific things for a runner. But thank you so much for your time. Any last words for our listeners? Um, any last words of advice you want to give them?
1: Uh, hi everyone. So, I would just say, keep going, keep trading, keep finding the better version of yourself. If you don't give up, that distance
0: eventually does.
1: One separate mm-hmm. time. Both, both. <laughs> Hey,
0: thank, thank you, Anik, so thank much. You, uh, it has been it's a pleasure. pleasure talking to you. Uh, likewise. All the best for your future endeavors.
1: Thank you.